Here we go. You're listening to Rumination Law and Gospel on this March the 30th in the year of our Lord 2023. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is my good friend, Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Hello, Wes. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine, getting ready for the storm that's so supposed to be coming through tomorrow. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. What kind of storm? Uh, not snow or anything, is it? Tornado warnings, high winds. Rain. And you're in Springfield, Texas. Illinois. Yeah, and it's also St. Louis is in this. Wow. And that's going to occur on mad- Friday? Friday sometime. My. Well, we'll keep our prayers there, hoping that nobody is hurt or property isn't damaged. But there's something else that's going on. You know, we really had uh, failure in this country and throughout the world in not noting what God has to say in his holy word. And what I want to talk about today is the death of six people at a Christian elementary school, and the death was done by a person that we would say is transgendered. And it's really interesting how the media is trying to blame the shootings on Christianity and Christians. Did you notice that? Yes. In fact, uh, I, when when it, when it, this all first broke, I was watching the, the TV on one of the news stations, and uh, the police chief had called that that the person was identified as a transgender, and then all of a sudden it backed away from it. And then it, it went back to it was transgender. You know, there there was some. My, muddy, you know, the water, and it seems like the, the media has caused a lot of this. Oh, there's just no doubt about it. In fact, immediately they thought we need to get more gun laws, which is uh, ridiculous in this situation because her parents were against her owning a gun. She bought six of them legally and they were unaware of it. So how could you possibly make a law to stop her from buying a gun? She had a background check in each of the purchase of guns at different stores. So what what are they trying to say? It's not the gun that's the problem. It's the person. In, in Moscow, you know, we heard of six young people killed with knives. So what are you going to do now? Is stop letting people buy knives also? If, yeah. if a person wants to be a murderer, you, you can't make laws to, to stop that without hurting uh, people who have the right to purchase guns to protect themselves. I, I think that's a, a excellent point that you bring up. Uh, Luther in his Genesis lectures, in a way, said that uh, 
a dagger doesn't kill a person. People kill people. Exactly. And this really is a problem that we're having with um, LGBT people, people who are gay, who don't believe they're the right gender or the right sex and this sort of thing. We need to understand that a transgendered person is acting contrary to the word of God and therefore negative consequences are going to take place unless that transgendered person has help from the church and gets rid of that transgender idea. It's not the fault of the church, is it? No. Uh, you bring up a, a good point. One of the couple of the articles that I reviewed said that she was under uh, a counselor's care, a doctor's care for, quote, an emotional disorder. And then it comes out that uh, she just recently called herself transgender using the, the he, him pronouns on a social media. So, you know, there's there's a lot to be said about what's going on here and what they're trying to hide from us. Well, she was at one time a pupil in this school. And at first they said she was a teenager, but now we find out she was 28 years old uh, identified as Audrey Hale of Nashville, was a former student at the school and self-identified as trans. So though she was born female, she kept wanting to use male pronouns. But the newspapers, they really tried to avoid talking that the attacks were against a Christian school or that she was transgendered. And this shows very much how the media is trying to blame uh, the Christian church for what she did. Because I'm quite confident that this Christian school would be against anything that's contrary to the word of God. And thinking that she was transgendered would be something that they would have opposed, uh, same as homosexuals and pedophiles. That's all in the same category. Right. When, when you look at the scriptures, like 1 Corinthians 6, it says, neither the sexual immoral, moral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor those who practice homosexuality, we may have that condition, but we don't practice it. Yes. So this is very clear from the Bible that Christianity is making a declaration of what are the commandments of God. There was a founding pastor of a Calvary chapel in Southern California. His name is Jack Hibbs. He was very, very clear. He says, while we yet don't know if Christians were specifically targeted in the shooting, it is clear that the mainstream would prefer to portray Christians as a threat to LGBT people. Now, he said the following, this is a propaganda scheme of the media 
rather than reality. Because the Christian family really is the actual answer to bringing hope and love and comfort to the LGBT community rather than the media spinning it as being hostile. In fact, he went so far to say that the media should be held responsible for fostering hostility toward Christians and Christianity in general. He says, I really do believe that the media is responsible for this genre of attitude and thinking, when in reality, if people would just calm down and look around, I see Christians loving, reaching out, and bringing hope to a section of people who have lost hope. Now, that's really the task of the Christian church. And people who fall into these living patterns that are contrary to the word of God, they're confused, they're terrified, he says, and Jesus Christ is the only answer for them. And the Christian who knows that will never be their enemy. Now, I, I don't know about you and your pastoral ministry, but I've dealt with LGBT people and, in fact, have helped them to overcome that particular situation that they have. We're all born with original sin. We all have certain problems, but we need to be aware of the fact that a transgendered person is contrary to the word of God. And according to the book of Proverbs, you cannot be transgendered without punishment coming from God for that lifestyle. Right. Well, you know, I quote that first Corinthians six, but you know, it goes on to say, No revilers, nor swindlers, shall any, nor drunkards, nor the greedy, nor thieves shall inherit the kingdom. In in other words, we're all sinners at, at some point. And we we bring the comfort on a Sunday morning when we make a confession of our sins. I, a poor miserable sinner, you know, and have nothing but eternal punishment coming. And then we get the absolution by uh, the pastor saying, in the set and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. Our sins are forgiven in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's really the love that we're trying to bring to to the world. Yes, and so when we speak against this kind of living that is contrary to the Word of God, we're not doing this because we hate these people, but because we really want to love them and help them out of maybe a path to hell that they're on because they are totally confused. And it's very clear that many of them are in a position where they have lost all hope. And so this is what led her, it appears, because wanting to be transgendered and knowing the Christian church will never permit that as a valid way of life. It doesn't matter how many marches the LGBT people will do the Christian church properly will never grant them freedom 
to act in the way that they're acting because we're sharing that what they're doing is dangerous, not only to themselves, but also to others. I like your illustration that you've used many times about the, the uh, person that commits fire. Uh, I forget what you call them. Uh, that loves the uh, light fires. And you know it's a sin, but they have that condition, which is uh, they have to fight against. You see, that's what the church does. The the whole, and we're really having a lot of fun going through Proverbs, because God makes it clear that people have different kinds of sins. And therefore, because of original sin within us, that is the fault of her going into a Christian school and killing six people. There's video of her doing that. Now, the police were very brave in going in after her. A shooting took place, and she did die. But it's very clear that there was really no law that could have been made to stop her from purchasing guns because she passed the background checks. Uh, even if the doctor was treating her, did he ever inform the authorities of what she was going through? It appears from from what what research I've been able to contact is the doctor never made any reports and the family never made any reports. You know, the family could have reported her to the sheriff's department and that, that could have raised some red flags. So there were, to, to me, there were a couple of instances where where uh, they could have uh, at least raised some, some awareness. There was a friend of hers that she got tweeted a, a suicidal note that tried to to alarm people, but by then it was too late. Yes. And the parents, we need to be very clear, did not even know she owned these guns and had hid them in the house. They knew they had, she had one gun, but they thought she had sold that. So she wrote a manifesto uh, talking about how she was going to do the killing, what she was going to wear, what gun she was taking, what ammunition she was taking, etc. But no one knew of this. Now, mental illness is not linked with increased violence, according to the Association of Medical Colleges. However, poor mental health has been linked to increased suicide and to suicide by firearms. In fact, there's a 2020 study that indicates that people with mental illness they can really have some problems. But gun violence expert James Allen Fox said that it's difficult to keep weapons out of the hands of dangerous individuals who have not lost the right to own firearms. He says people want to keep dangerous weapons out of their hands, but it's far easier to articulate that that should happen than to achieve. He says, once concerned family members can get someone's weapons taken away, 
if they can prove or convince a judge that person is dangerous themselves or others. But if they didn't know the shooter had guns, then this would not apply. So he said, you know, gun laws in the United States are insufficient, saying there's only so much that laws can accomplish. And as long as the media keeps blaming Christians for their attitude against people who are living immoral lifestyles, well, (laughs) that's something that the Christian church is being persecuted for when in reality the real problem is a transgendered person. Well, isn't there a proverb that kind of loosely says, as a a man thinks, so he is? So we start down that road of, of sinful action which really starts back at the garden in in original sin of Adam and Eve. And we want to blame everybody else except ourselves. Yep. Yep. There's just no doubt about it. And transgendered uh, people are definitely going against the will of God in trying to change their gender from male to female or female to male. In fact, there's a really interesting article also that I was reading about the different kinds of gender identity. Um, One is agender, which means a person does not identify with any particular gender, or they say they have no gender at all. Another one is androgene. This is a person who identifies that he is either both masculine and feminine or between masculine and feminine. Then bigender, this is someone who displays cultural masculine and feminine roles at the same time. Cisgender, you know, they accused uh, people of being cisgender, but I didn't know what that means. Did you know what that means? C-I-S gender? Yeah, I had to look it up. This is a person who does identify with the sex that they were assigned at birth. And so in this case, that girl was assigned as a female, but she wanted to be a male. And that was a real problem. And how that can come about is... Talking to your child, if you have a child who doesn't think they're the gender they were born with, that is a problem that Satan has gotten into their head. And one person says something I thought was absolutely ridiculous. He says, the vast majority of shootings uh, take place by a male who is cisgendered. In other words, he believes he's a male. Well, obviously, there's not that big a percentage of people who don't think they were the sex or gender they were born with. So that's a very, very small group. But it is something that the church wants to change in their minds because they can be a danger, a danger not only to themselves, 
but also to other people? Well, I think we're, we're back to that, that same argument that they, the, it is the sin of doing these actions that nobody wants to take responsibility. And you, you see that back at the garden when Adam blames the, the woman, ultimately blames God, it's the woman you gave me. And you can almost see this in a lot of this uh, transgender and gender LBGQ stuff that uh, God made me this way, so it can't be a sin. Yes. In fact, um, Monday's massacre at this Christian school, when the attacker left the home where police say the assailant lived with their family, they used the word there. T-H-E-I-R, rather than her family or his family. And she left with the red bag, and the parents confronted the shooter about what was in it. They asked about the bag, but they never got an answer, and they didn't look inside. The shooter's mother didn't know her child had any weapons and didn't think differently. Again, they lost a child, so it's very traumatic for them, the police chief said, of the shooter's parents. But there again, the parents needed to be more careful in knowing that their daughter was going through some mental illness, and therefore authorities really haven't determined yet uh, motive in the school shooting because they don't want to say it was because she was transgendered, because they want to protect people. In fact, there are schools that are encouraging the children who want to be a different sex to go ahead and do that through surgery, etc., without telling the parents. So now the government has become the parents. And this is why you really got to be careful what public school you're sending your child to. And and that's why it's important that parochial schools, Christian schools are there because they give a totally different understanding of reality than is being taught by the government. Well, there's one other school that they could go to, a Sunday school, where they hear the various stories. I mean... You do a Sunday re, uh, a review of the Sunday school lessons with issues, don't you? Yes. Yeah, we do that every week. And that definitely is speaking about the morality of the Bible. We've taken a look at the nuns. And what do the word nuns mean that we use? Well, it's the N-O-N-E-S, those they claim yes. to have no religious affiliation. And yet, in taking a look, they still believe there, many of them, that there is a God, but they pray to the wrong God because there is no other God except the Holy Trinity. And so the church has a real task. And though we are being accused of not loving these people, if we really hated them, we wouldn't say anything against what their lifestyle is, hoping they would go to hell. 
but by speaking against their immoral lifestyles, we're trying to help them see that they need to have a different attitude. And yes, they can still be tempted in some areas, but God says very clearly in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that you don't ever receive a temptation beyond your ability to endure with the help of Jesus Christ, and there often is a way of escape. But you got some states like California that is making it illegal to try and change a gay person into a normal person. And those are laws that are on the books. So the Christian church is really being persecuted. Satan is very powerful. And a lot of these things have happened in recent years, changing our views on morality. Because if you believe in evolution, there is no morality. You can be whoever you want, do whatever you want, and that's not your problem. It's the problem of the government or the church in trying to stop you from being disobedient to the Word of God. And it's still our job to, to witness that good news of Jesus Christ, that even though we announce these things as sin, as we are in the season of Lent, getting ready for Holy Week, a reminder of what Christ has done, that he's died for the sins of all mankind, including the transgender, the LGBTQ, all of us. Yes. That is in need of salvation. Well, when you went through that list of things that God declares as immoral, you were including other things like being drunk, uh, gossiping is in there, all kinds of sins. So it's just not the LGBT group that we consider to be sinful and immoral, but we confess in worship services that we also are sinful, immoral, sinning by thought, word, and deed. So something to keep in mind as we try and help families with transgendered people persons recover from that sinful nature and live a normal life. Thanks so much, Wes Reimnitz, in bringing me some more uh, items about this. I'm Tom Baker, and we may talk more about this on tomorrow's Law and Gospel. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.